Well, hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every single day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And I am glad you're here with me today for day 97 of our devotional journey. Man, what a time we are having in the Word of God. And I'm so pumped that you're here. Today, we're going to continue with our Bible journey, 365 days. It's a lot of days. I'm looking forward to getting into today's devotional scriptures as well. Let's have a look at what we're reading. Our devotional scriptures are, as always, in the descriptions on every platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and our YouTube friends as well. Hello. Uh, And of course, whatever other platform you're joining us from. But those are my three favorites. Not that I have favorites. Let's, Let's look at our devotionals for the day. Let's look at our scriptures that we're reading. Psalm chapter 42, verse 1 to 6a. Luke chapter 11, verse 33 to 54, and Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 1 to chapter 8, verse 20. So those are our scriptures for today, and they're good ones. Before we go any further, though, let's talk about our brew that we're having today, and it is with sad, sad tidings, I suppose is what I'm saying. We're finishing up on our 8.30 standard, which I know I've given mixed reviews. I've been having this when I'm not filming Daily Brews because I do drink coffee outside of just these moments. And I've actually been falling more and more in love with this flavor. It's not that it's groundbreaking, but it's just, it genuinely is just so consistent. It's every time I make it, I know what I'm going to get. It doesn't fluctuate too much to the left or to the right. It's very, very consistent. This has got cocoa, vanilla, and orange blossom. I've made it as a plunger to say farewell to it today. So this is it as its last brew here on the Daily Brew for right now. It's the only brewing method I've got left, the plunger or the French horn press. French horn press, I think is what it is also called. Again, thanks to our friends at Butt First Coffee. You can check out their brewing method online as well. Credit where credit's due. Hey, uh, 30, nope, that is such a lie. It's not 30 at all. What is it? It's 23 grams of coffee, 340 mils of coffee, uh, of water, sorry coming out brew time about five minutes to make that happen so that let's give this a go today at, on its final approach here on the daily brew until i upgrade and get some more coffee measurement material let's give this a try okay 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 i'm just looking at what i'm supposed to be tasting because um That's disgusting if you're just listening to that. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely better on the machine. I've been making it on the coffee machine, the espresso, which is what it's designed for. It is better than what it was on the Chemex, because I remember on the Chemex, it was next to no flavor at all. And now I'm getting a little bit more of the cocoa, a little bit more. It's got a sweet aftertaste but it's definitely peak on the coffee machine. So do not use this blend on anything else other than an espresso machine. That's my advice. The 830 standard, it's it's a good seven out of 10 for me. Seven out of 10, it's consistent, it's reliable. And look, as a plunger, it's the mid-range, obviously filter takes out a lot of that heavy end. Espresso literally just is the heavy end. And then you've got that plunger which sits in the middle. So this is good. It's a 7 out of 10. It's consistent. It's a loyal friend. It'll turn up when it says it's going to turn up. And it's uh, and it's coffee as well. If you're looking for something that doesn't taste, like for people who are like, man, I want, like, I just drink Plunger and it's good. I just want the caffeine and I want something good with light tastes. This is where I would go. I would go here. So 8.30, standard roast, 
there you go. There you have it. Done and dusted. Day 97. Let's get into our devotional for today, the reason that we are here. The truth is, is that when you get your devotional, sorry, when you get your inner world sorted, the outer world follows. Many people get caught up in trying to sort out their outer world, right? This is what we get focused on. Our outer world's not sorted. So what we do is we try and fix it. And this often comes at expense, at the expense of our inner world, making the outer world worse. And so what we do is because our outer, words, outer world is getting worse, what we do is double down and we focus on the outer world even more and at an even greater expense to our inner world. And we go around and around and around on the cycle and we spiral further and further away from what God desires for us. What God desires for us is a heart that's inclined to him. We all have an inner thirst, all of us, every single one of us. It's a desire to be satisfied. And that satisfaction can only really be found in one place. But as we drift further and further from God, we drift from the wholeness we're supposed to live in and out of. These times feel like the psalmist, what he describes here around this concept of being downcast. What are you? He says, why are you downcast, oh my soul? And it's a good question to ask. It's a good question to ask because it can help you identify where you are, where you're at right now, and, and, and go from dwelling in that space back to a sense of life and satisfaction. This inner thirst creates a desire in all of us. This desire, we're told um, by our sinful nature, is satisfied by living sinfully. But unfortunately, that's a bit like drinking salt water. Yes, it's wet, and so technically high is like hydrating your mouth, but it will ultimately leave you feeling more thirsty and causes more damage to our insides than if we were just to drink actual water. You know, when COVID-19 struck uh, here in New Zealand, I was working for a church at the time, and I was given the task of making a kids' TV show to help the kids stay engaged with church and with God. And so during COVID, it was an exceptionally stressful situation. We wanted to give them a, a consistent platform that they could engage with God on. And so we created this TV show, Arise Kids TV. It was awesome. Kids were engaging. It was amazing. And during the first few episodes when COVID was really wild and nobody knew what was going on, what we did know was that we needed to wash our hands. Hey, how many people... Well, are you, were you, I was surprised at how many people just didn't wash their hands. Being in the boys' bathroom and seeing how many men just walk out of the boys' bathroom without washing their hands, I kind of had an idea of how many people don't wash their hands on the regular. But we put these hand-washing videos in. We, we did these tutorials on how to wash your hands properly. We, we did the whole nine yards, people. We were talking about washing our hands. And the first message that was on Arise Kids TV was done by Annalise. She's my wife. She's going to be joining us here on The Daily Brew shortly. Uh, she's going to be taking Tea Week because I'm struggling to just do Tea Week. But she'll be here for Tea Week in this uh, coming lot of Tea Week. Anyway, she did a message on Arise Kids TV about sin and how germs and sin are similar. And, you know, soap does this thing with pepper and water. It was awesome. It, it really linked. I didn't sell it to you very well, but she did an amazing job on that message. And the truth is, as a society, we focus so much on making sure our outside was clean. Hey. To the point where people were literally wiping down their groceries so they wouldn't catch COVID. We had no idea how this thing worked. It was wild. While being in the middle of a pandemic, it makes sense to be vigilant when it comes to washing your hands and making sure your outside is clean. The reality is, is that Jesus here is saying we should focus much more on the cleanliness of the inner life than what goes on in the world around us. What I'm talking about, what Jesus is talking about is how we need to focus on our heart, the condition of our heart what we allow into our heart, and how our inner world is doing. You know, he shows us also uh, how things get into our inner life. 
If you ever wondered that, like, how do I get a pure heart? How do I make sure my heart stays pure? Well, we focus on what goes in. And Jesus said that it happens through our eyes, what we see, what we look at. Jesus says that we should be filled in our insides with this this light, this light. And I, I want to encourage you, if you haven't already, go back and read, or if you have, go back and read verse 30, 34 to 36. That's going to speak to you and it's going to help you with this area. Through Jesus, sorry, so yeah, through Jesus, we are welcomed into an intimate relationship with God. That relationship is one of love, a pure love that celebrates, uplifts, challenges, and empowers. When we get that love on the inside of us, when we connect with God on that deep level, we come alive. Watch what you're looking at. Things like self-importance, love of recognition, and hypocrisy are all things that lead us away from that place with Jesus, that place where we can get tight with God on the inside. Friend, love. I don't know if you read the Old Testament and go, man, God is a wild God. He's a strict God. He is a God of rules. I heard a kid ask me once, why is the God of the Old Testament and the God of the New Testament so radically different? The truth is, is that he's not. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. But the way that he approaches the people of Israel was with a heart of love. Love is at the core of the Old Testament. This verse Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. It's such a powerful verse. You know, it's so powerful and it's found in the Old Testament. God is a God of love. The reason why he set out this whole law thing is because it summarizes this, this verse, it summarizes the Father's heart to us and the heart that we should have for others. The whole reason that he did this was so that we could be in relationship with him. We read the law and we think that God was such a hard and harsh God. But his goal was to connect with people. That was his heart. And the law provided us the understanding that we couldn't be perfect and that his grace that he chooses to give us uh, empowers us to come into relationship with him. We can't earn his grace. We're not saved by our works. It's all by grace. And this Old Testament God is the same God in the New Testament. God tries to empower us as people to be able to connect with him. And, 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 and that would be based on our works, sacrifice, religion, rules. But it doesn't work. It leads, everything leads to the cross. Everything leads to Jesus on the cross. The commandments are to be written on our hearts. Did you notice that in today's reading? To be written on our hearts. Why is that? Because it's more than just rules and restriction, but a code on how to love God and how to love others well. I want to encourage you to don't, don't, don't allow um, yourself to limit the love you can experience because of what you don't have on the external. Man, we allow our external circumstances to stop us from encountering God on a real and intimate level so so much in our lives. I want you to understand that the goal of our lives is to be rich, not externally, but internally. To be rich with love and grace and mercy and peace. To be fruitful with the fruits of the Spirit. That's God's desire, that you and I would come alive on the inside. Verse of the day. Luke 11.53 is our verse of the day. It says, When Jesus went outside, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law began to oppose him fiercely and besiege him with questions. Don't be fooled. Jesus, he was he was well aware that there was opposition. He was well aware that there were people who were confronting him and wanting to trip him up on all sorts of different things. But also don't be fooled. Jesus wasn't afraid of it. He wasn't afraid of confrontation and he's not afraid to confront Jesus is okay with confronting us about what's going on in the inside places of our lives. Why? Because that's what he's interested in. He wasn't afraid of confrontation and he's not afraid to confront. His motive though is always love. So I want to encourage you to welcome confrontation 
and make the changes that Jesus highlights and confronts in you. And that is it for today, day 97, done and dusted. Thank you so much for joining me today. I pray God is speaking to you as much as he is to me. Hey, that is it for another uh, round of six days. Tomorrow is the seventh day, which means that it's a store-bought, super, a super store-bought can, a super, super store-bought can or bottle, super, super store, super can, super seven. That's what I was looking for. The super seven store-bought can or bottle. So make sure you come back tomorrow to see what cold coffee I have for you. Hey, a massive thank you to everybody who's already followed and rated the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. If you haven't done that, feel free to do that now. And also to all of you who've subscribed on YouTube, thank you for doing that. We've got some awesome new stuff coming out throughout this year, including some behind-the-scenes vlogs of some ministry trips that are coming up later in this year. I've got some awesome travel planned. Really looking forward to bringing you on the journey with me and showing you what it's like for me as I figure out how to serve the Lord in this awesome way. And, and so you can see other churches and other expressions of God's love as well. Those are going to be up on YouTube later in the year, so make sure you subscribe, especially if you're listening to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Jump over to the YouTube channel, flick it to subscribe, click the bell so you never miss a upload, and like this video, share it, subscribe it, do all the things you're supposed to do. Hey, that is it though for today. Thank you so much for joining me. If it's a start of your day, have a great rest of your day, unless it's sleep time. Good night, sleep tight, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for day 98 of The Daily Brew.